0: You're listening to The Greek's Gridiron, live with Ethan Haristadulu. Welcome back, everyone, to more of The Greek's Gridiron. I'm Ethan Haristadulu, and today on May 9th, 2022, we are giving a draft grade to the Miami Dolphins. So my Dolphins fans... Make sure you comment down below. How are you feeling about this year's draft class? What would you give them a grade as? And make sure to like and subscribe so you don't miss out on all the draft grades I'll be doing the next few weeks as we roll through post draft and into a pretty quiet time of news when it comes to the NFL. There's not really a ton going on here. We do have schedule release this week as games start to kind of leak out. But other than that, not really a ton for us to talk about, so to speak. So. Let's get into the Dolphins giraffe grade, shall we? We'll start with day three, then we'll talk day through. And while you didn't have a pick in day one, we are going to give a grade for day one because you didn't make a selection, but you did something with those selections and I'm a big fan of it. And we'll talk about it when we get there. So with day three, starting with round seven, pick number 26, the last pick of the draft. When we're looking at Skylar Thompson, the quarterback at a Kansas State, this one was a head scratcher for me and I actually labeled the pick a D. I understand that there is some... Some, like, cloud of doubt surrounding Tua Tagovailoa, and I, I don't know if this pick has anything to do with that. I, I don't think it's a great pick per se. Skyler Thompson, he's going to be 25 years old as a rookie, so it's not like you're drafting... Like, he's older than Tua, so I don't really, like... I don't understand the thought process behind that really, or maybe he's younger than Tua. I don't know. How old is Tua? I don't know what Tua is actually, or how old Tua is, but regardless, he's a 25-year-old rookie, and I just feel like this selection could have been used better. In terms of like getting depth at a position of need, like maybe, you know, getting an offensive lineman or I don't know, a cornerback or something like that, you know, positions of need that not necessarily dire need, but good depth for those positions. It makes me scratch my head why they selected Skylar Thompson here. So and it's not like he really lit it up or anything like that in his career in college as well. It's just a bit of a head scratcher, not a fan of the pick. Like I said, I label it a D. Going into pick number three or number 224 in the draft, Cameron Good, the outside linebacker from California. This guy, I like this selection. I did give it a C plus because linebacker is not really a super big position of need that this team had. I think that there were just more pressing needs. Maybe you could argue depth at linebacker was necessary, but I just think, again, this is one of those things where I would have liked the Dolphins address more depth at the O-line or in the secondary, things like that. There has been drama with uh, Xavier Howard the last few years, and while they did kind of give him more guaranteed money. Did it really solve all the problems? I don't really know, but I will say this, Cameron Good, very disruptive, eight and a half tackles for loss last season, seven and a half sacks. He also had four pass breakups. So he has great hustle, no real quit in his game. Uh, he has been knocked for being smaller for a 3-4 outside linebacker, but he's 3, 240 pounds. So I, I, is that really that much smaller for an outside linebacker in a 3-4 defense? I don't really know. I, I, that sounds like a pretty good sized dude if you ask me, but his effort is what he's praised for. And it, it was noted that he makes up for for his lack of size with his relentless effort in game. And you can definitely see it on full display when you watch his highlights. The guy is constantly going after the football. He does has really good pursuit as well. So I like him as a player. Do I like him in terms of team need? Not necessarily. I gave him a C+. Plus. You could maybe argue even somewhere in like B-B minus B range, but I knocked it a little bit lower just because, like I said, I would have liked them getting depth at more position of need. Then when you go into the round 4 pick number 20 selection here at number 125 in the draft, Eric Azukama out of Texas Tech gave this one a B minus. I like this guy. And I like him mainly for the body control that he has during and after the catch. He's a guy that can go up and fight for a ball, high point it, come down with the catch and then keep his balance and stay on his feet and continue to move with the ball afterwards. Or if he's wide open, catches the ball, he looks tough to bring down. There are some tacklers that just bounce right off him or he just fights his way through a tackle just relentlessly, nonstop. I like what he can do after the catch and I like his physicality in his game. And this is a good depth piece for that wider receiver group. So like I said, B minus here. I like it. My overall grade for day three, though, I do give them a C. Like I said, they could have done better with the two seventh round picks. And while you're not living and dying by seventh round selections, you are bringing in your depth guys and potentially special teamers. And maybe that's something that's in mind for Cameron Good. But why the hell did you bring in Skylar Thompson? I don't really know. I think that if you're bringing in a 25 year old rookie, you might as well just bring in a a two year, three year veteran who's been in the league for a little bit, if he's playing backup to um, Tua, to I, I don't know. It just doesn't really make sense to me. Going into day number two, this is where things start to get a little bit more fun. We have in round three, pick number 38. It was their 102nd pick in the draft. Excuse me. You guys drafted a linebacker, Channing Tyndall, out of Georgia. And I've got to say, This was a really good selection here. This guy has pursuit like a missile. I mean, you watch the way he just chases down the ball and ball carrier. It's awesome. He's a really good form tackler as well. And I think he would be an excellent piece lining up alongside guys like Jerome Baker and Alandon Roberts, two of the linebackers you guys already have there. He's going to be put in there as well, whether he's playing alongside one or the other. I think he's going to be a really good piece. He was part of that really impressive Georgia defense. I like what he brings to the table. And if you have not watched highlights for him, you need to go check it out because he, like I said, he is a heat-seeking missile when he's flying in for the football and to the tackle. It's, It's pretty impressive how just like, You can see it. And every hit he makes, it's like, bang, you know, a gunshot going off. It's awesome. Really aggressive player, really aggressive tackler. I like what he brings to the table. I gave this pick a B minus. And then you also had a second round selection that was not used in the draft. And it went towards Tyreek Hill. And I graded that selection a B plus. And this will help me kind of segue into day one. And I'll explain why they got a B plus for the selection in round two. The day two grade overall, being they got a B- and a B- plus for rounds two and three, then I will settle in right in the middle at a B. Now, going into day one, your first round selection, also in that trade package for wide receiver Tyreek Hill, I graded it an A for the first round, and I gave it a B- plus in the second round. The reason I have it as a B plus in one round and an A in the second or in another round is because of the fact that while I love the idea of bringing Tyreek Hill into Miami, I think it is really going to help out Tua. And if Tua is not the long-term answer, whoever they bring in after Tua, you signed him to a massive contract extension as well. One that the Kansas city chiefs were not willing to give him. Hence the reason for the trade It begs me the question though, why did you end up giving a round one and a round two pick? When you look at what Devontae Adams was traded for, you look at what like the Browns got away with trading for Amari Cooper, and Cooper's contract was considered expensive at the time, and you're willing to pay. And, and listen, listen I, I'm a very big Tyreek Hill fan. I think he is one of the best in the game. I, the fact that some people try to label him as just a speed guy, but he can't actually run routes or he's not a great catcher is ludicrous. I think that Tyreek Hill arguably is a top five wide receiver when he's at his peak. Now, again, I gave it an A for the first round selection because that makes sense. But why did you have to give away a second round pick when one you knew like unless it really boiled down to the Jets driving up the price, then I guess that makes sense to me. But again, at the end of the day, you see what like Devontae Adams went for. Amari Cooper is an excellent wide receiver. Yeah, he had a bit of a down year, but his down year is considered very good compared to a lot of other wide receivers in the league. And I think he's really going to benefit from having Watson whenever he comes back from his suspension that I'm assuming he's going to get. I think that Cooper is going to have a probably really big year as well. It's just... Little bit of a head scratcher. They had to give up a first and second round selection. I think that they could have gotten away with giving less. But again, it it probably boils down to what the Jets were also pushing for because the Jets were apparently hot on Tyreek Hill as well. I just, it's a lot of compensation But you still got a really good player. So again, B plus, I feel like I'm talking this whole thing down. But at the end of the day, I gave him a B plus in the second round for his trade. And I gave them an A in the first round because essentially you used your first round pick on a proven wide receiver talent in Tyree Kill. You can't really go wrong with that. You're not guessing as to what you're getting. You know what you're getting. So for day one, you do get slapped with an A for your selection. I think that was a great move by the Dolphins on their part. As for my overall for the entire draft here. This is definitely a shorter of the video of the of the uh, handful of draft grades I've done so far because they didn't really have a ton going on in terms of the draft. They only had four selections. Um, I did knock them a little bit for that fact just because when it comes to the draft, I, even if some teams come in and they have like 10, 11 picks, you're probably going to miss on a handful of guys, but it's always great bringing in a good infusion of youth. And like I said, I would have liked to see them do a little bit better with their seventh round picks. I settled with a B for their overall grade. I think that's a solid... Guess for where they did for how well they did in the draft so far. At the end of the day, these draft grades are nothing but guesswork to go off of. It's way too early to be doing these, but it's the popular thing to do, and I figured it would be fun to put it together myself. And I settled with a B. Like I said, you killed it with the the uh, the trade to go after Tyreek Hill. I loved what they did with that first round pick there. You bring in a top flight wide receiver to pair with an already awesome Jalen Waddle, and then second round and third round. Again, while I'm not too thrilled about having to give up also a second round pick for Tyreek Hill, you got to do what you got to do if the Jets were also pushing for him. And then I love the Channing Tindall selection while again I'm surprised they went linebacker so many times in this draft just because I would have thought there were other positions of need I think Channing Tindall brings some great stuff to the table and then again the day the day three is where things kind of get a little bit messy for me but overall a solid draft nonetheless you bring some proven talent in and the Miami Dolphins man I've got to say just a couple of years ago you were 10 and 6 missing the playoffs this is a good team it's just a matter of putting all the pieces together and playing like the good team that they could be they had a really good defense a couple of years ago let's get back to it and I think that was kind of the idea here with this draft class considering they went after those couple of linebackers there but let me know what you think Dolphins fans I appreciate you all for watching I'll catch you all in the next video have a good one